Hi, you are listening to All Law, an audio series by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan Attorneys, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to design practical legal solutions for our clients by combining legal knowledge with extensive industry and technology experience. This podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we discuss notable legal developments and analyze their business implications. I'm Amrusha Monga and I'll be your host for this episode. Today, we have Ms. Deekshita Damodaran who will be leading us through our discussion on the impact analysis of the Honorable Supreme Court's decision in Saraf Exports versus the Commissioner of Income Tax worth the wager. Hi Deekshita, how are you? I'm great Amrusha, how are you? I am absolutely fine Deekshita, thanks. So Deekshita, could you introduce the case to our audience and what is the factual background of the case? Sure. The taxpayer was engaged in the business of manufacture and export of wooden handicrafts. For the exports undertaken by it, the taxpayer was entitled to the benefits under certain schemes framed under the Customs Act 1962. During the subject period, the taxpayer received certain incentives under the Duty Drawback Scheme referred to as the DDS and Duty Entitlement Passbook Scheme referred as the DEPB. The benefits were claimed as deduction under Section 80IB of the Income Tax Act as being derived from its industrial undertaking of manufacturing wooden handicrafts. The revenue authorities, however, denied the claim on the ground that the said benefit was a separate source of income and cannot be treated as derived from the industrial undertaking of the taxpayer. On subsequent appeals, the High Court too held against the taxpayer. The taxpayer subsequently filed an appeal before the Honorable Supreme Court. Understood. But what are the prominent decisions highlighted? Amrusha. Liberty India versus Commissioner of Income Tax had analyzed whether the profits from DDS and DEPV can be said to be profit derived from the business of industrial undertaking and eligible for deduction under Section 80IB. It was held that uh, the schemes are incentives that flow from the schemes of the central government or the Customs Act. As a conclusion, it was decided that such schemes constitute an independent source of income beyond the first degree of nexus to the profits and industrial undertaking. The Honorable Supreme Court, in another case of Commissioner of Income Tax versus Meghalaya Steels, ruled that various subsidies, including transport, power, interest, and insurance, qualify for deduction under Section 80IB and Section 80IC. The direct nexus test was applied to hold that the subsidies have direct nexus with the business or profession and specifically that the profits and gains as termed in Section 80IB and 80IC have reference to net profit. Thanks, Dikshita. And what is the view taken by existing jurisprudence on this issue? There has been a dichotomy in views, especially when the issue has arisen in front of the Honorable High Court. The divergent views may be classified into two categories, that is in favour and against. So the Honorable Rajasthan High Court in Commissioner of Income Tax versus Garment Crafts in the year 2016 held that DEPB and DDS do not form part of the net profit of undertaking 
as they are not derived from eligible business but are incentives under a particular scheme. Thus, they were not allowable as deduction under Section 80 IV. Similar views were upheld by the Honorable Gujarat High Court in Banpal Oil Chemicals Private Limited versus uh, Assistant Commissioner of Income Tax in 2016, and in Honorable Bombay High Court's judgment in Commissioner of Income Tax versus Rachna Udyog in 2010. The Honorable Supreme Court in Pandian Chemicals Limited versus Commissioner of Income Tax in the year 2003 held that the words derived from must be understood as something that has direct or immediate nexus with an industrial undertaking. The Honorable Rajasthan High Court in Saraf Seasoning Udyog versus ITO in 2008 held that income derived from sale of DEPB license is profit and gain from industrial undertaking and so is eligible for deduction under Section 80IB. The Honorable Supreme Court in B. Deshraj versus Commissioner of Income Tax in 2008 held that the words business profits as mentioned in Section 80 HHC subsection 3 of the Income Tax Act include duty drawback so as deduction should not be allowed. Thanks Deekshita. Coming to our final question on the topic, what is the conclusion drawn and the possible implications that the authors opine? Amrusha, the term derived from has been employed in other provisions of the Income Tax Act as well. Section 11A of the Income Tax Act provides from income derived from property and Section 12, subsection 1 of the Income Tax Act provides for income derived from property held under trust wholly or charitable or religious purposes. The factum of being able to ascribe the meaning of the term to usage in other similar provisions seems likely to be subject to litigation as well. Uh, another food for thought would be to observe whether the ratio of this decision would also apply to other export incentives and all other incentives from the government that are presently existing such as MEIS or SEIS scripts or those that may be ruled out in the future through judicial decisions and other uh, allied interpretations. So that's all for today and we will now bring this episode to a close. Thank you Deekshita for sharing the valuable information on the topic. Thank you Amrusha, I really enjoyed our discussion and it was a pleasure to be a part of it. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this series. The cases discussed in the episode are cited in the description for your reference. We would love your feedback, comments and questions about the episode. You can write to us at podcast at the rate to know more. You can also suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about. Check out our website www.lakshmishree.com, linked in the episode description below, to keep abreast with relevant legal updates before you join us next week. 